Today. Good afternoon. It is exactly six minutes past two, and this is Women Today with me, Beth Espy. And me, Christy Dehaven. And today we are delighted we have been allowed back in the Douglas Town it's Hall. It's astonishing, to be fair. It is a little after bit. After the raucous last time. It is, yes. Uh, we have cups of tea and coffee and some amazing macaroons. I'm sure they have been crafted by John Skinner himself. Uh, we have been invited by the Mayor and Mayoress, John and Jill Skinner. And uh, when we were last here, it was around June time last year, it was pretty much the start of their term in office. So so to mark the end of their term of office, which I think is next Wednesday, May the 10th, uh, we're going to have a bit of a Conister Rock party, looking at some of the favourite music tracks of uh, John and Jill Skinner and uh, looking back at the past 12 months. Uh, John Skinner, how does it feel? I mean, it's been a bit of a whirlwind this year. Absolutely. And it's hard to believe that the year has gone by so quickly. And, you know, we were here planning last time you were here to various events and, and now it's just all gone and here we are ready to finish the term it's unbelievable really but it's been a brilliant year and uh, jill how are you feeling um happy uh, we've we've had a, we we have done absolutely everything we possibly can we we've there's nothing we've been um challenged to do that we've not done and we we've had a, an absolutely brilliant year and the memories will be there for always and one of the significant things that we were talking about last year was the charity fundraising um, that you wanted to do. And there were three charities that you chose to support. They were Manx Decaf, Nassim's Brain Tumor Trust, and the Anthony Nolan Isle of Man. Um, did you have a figure in mind of how much you wanted to raise for those charities? I had a, a figure in my head. I wanted to raise £15,000, £5,000 for each charity. And do you know how you've done? We do, yes. We, we announced last night um, and we've actually raised £19,500. So that's £6,500 for each of our charities. And we know with those three charities that every single penny stays on the Isle of Man, helps Manx people and it will go to the people who need it. Well, that's incredible. So, I mean, looking back over the 12 months, that is such an achievement. Um, but yeah, it's nice to be back in here, isn't it? It is. And actually, when, when we came in, we noticed the visitor's book here and we flipped through and there is our entry from last year, Beth. We, are, we have signed the visitor's book here, so we'll hopefully we'll get to do that again. But it's become very full since then, hasn't it? Just sort of flicking through here. You have had an awful lot of guests and visitors. Are there any in particular that really stand out to you both? Um, we've had... Um, the, the people who do the Hansard for the Parliament in Sierra Leone. We've had rally crews from Japan. Uh, we've had boys and girls from Henry Bloom Noble holding their school council and Annika School have held their school council meetings in here. Um, we've had informal visits from um, His Excellency Lady Essa Richard Gosney and Lady Gosney. We've had ladies from the Livid Home Scheme whose combined age was 542. And that was just two of them. Oh my, they can eat cake. <laughs> and the wonderful thing about it is when you walk in here now, you can see what you've been doing for the past 12 months because you've got this, for instance, this wonderful wall of photos, which we've just decided we're going to call your windowsill of fame. I hope that's okay. Let's have a look at some of these photos and just point out some of the, 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 the things that they are portraying. Um, this one here, uh, many people who know John will know that he's um, a, a great rally enthusiast and last year for the international rally he was in, uh, as you can see there, in a safety car. Um, the chains he did take off before they went out round the stages but I, I was fortunate I got to wave the rally off so, uh, but the, I think it's the first time the mayoral chains in, in 120 years have been worn with Nomex overalls. 
I have to ask you, John, what was that like? Um, it was, yeah, it was strange. It was different. Um, it was sort of not knowing when to take the chains off, really, because you get used to them and, and you forget they're there. But um, we, we did get to take them off. Dave, Dave took them off me before I went on the stage, as he wouldn't let me go. So. Dave being your wonderful assistant over the year, he's, he's just been fantastic, hasn't he? Absolutely. He's such a loyal uh, member of staff. Um, he could get you into so much bother or not. He just knows exactly what to do when you go to places. He took us to a Civic Sunday once and he said, put your overcoat on. And it was a lovely day. Put your overcoat on. He said, it'll be cold in church. And he was right. You know, you are going to have to drive yourself places now, don't you, once you leave here? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yes. Um, it, yeah, Dave has been an absolute treasure. He... He's been wonderful, and it, it has. It's it, having a car with a flag on the front. At first, it was, it was surreal the experience. Um, but then we found out that it gets you places. So you've crafted your own flag now to stick on your, stick on your own car. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk us through some more of the photographs we've got here, then, Jill. Um, we've, we have got family photographs in here because we feel it's important. We, we have our four grown-up children. Um, and this, this one, though, I've got to show you. This is uh, our middle daughter, Hannah, who married on Parish Walk Day at Niarbel last year. But it's actually Hannah's birthday today. So it's Hannah Scarf, and she's 29 today. So happy birthday, Hannah. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Should we get Mum and Dad to do a rendition of happy birthday? No. no. <laughs> OK, some more photographs. How important has it been to make this room your own, Jill? So important. We, we've... Um, it, it, it's an integral part of the town hall, but but it's it's been um, our place to meet meet people. It's it's been sometimes though it's been our bolt hole uh, when we've had a real lot on. We've spent that time in here, and as you know, the, one of the first things we did was we we got a coffee machine because we both like a nice cup of coffee. And uh, on the run up to Christmas, we had we'd written aside two days to do our Christmas cards, but I th I think. I think we went to about two and a half, maybe three days to hand message and sign every single Christmas card we sent out. Oh, my word. Is it the first time that, that it, the office has really been made this sort of, you know, sort of friendly and personable? Is, 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 is this been done before? Not that I know of. Um, I, in my former life as a fire officer, we used to get invited into the mayor's parlour, and I don't ever remember seeing any of this before. But it was just, as we said at the outset, um, you do it your own way, and we've done it our way. Will you be taking the coffee machine with you? Yes. Yeah. Just been asked to ask, oh, you know, no. by the next uh, by the next mayor, Deborah. I'm just, you know, uh, talk us through uh, some more photographs, then, John. Um, this one was um, photographed. It's, it's one of our favourite photographs. It's Jill and I sat on a straw bale. We held a barn dance up at the um, the Greenkeepers Workshops at QEG. Um, it was a wonderful night. Um, and um, yeah, everybody everybody joined in because when the first dance came, it was starting to get a bit chilly, um, and it was the first time the band had seen everybody at a barn dance get up and dance because it obviously helps to warm you up. I just wonder where all these photographs are going to go when you leave next week. I'm going to clear some of the rally photos, uh, rally pictures off the dining room walls. Oh, she, thinks. Oh. <laughs> she thinks. She <laughs> um, thinks. Do you know the thing? And I wonder whether this is true. Is that is this? The most time that you have spent together in a whole year, do you think? Probably, yes. Are you looking forward to having a little bit of time apart? Um, no, we're, we're actually, we've, we've got a few days away at the end of this be, because we, we've, we have really 
put 100% in, but, but we've also tried as well, our, both of us agreed exactly that this year um, we wanted to bring the mayorality to the people uh, because it's, the mayorality isn't John and Jill Skinner, it's the mayorality, it's, it's part of Douglas, it's the borough of Douglas and we, we just wanted um, to people of Douglas to, to, to come in and see what it is or, or we've gone out to, to a lot of people as well. And that really ties in, um, John, with a recent uh, speech that you gave at a business lunch talking about an inclusive Douglas. That's right. Um, I mean, one of the things I said in that speech was that Jill and I regularly go to the Annie Gilwing at the University College Isle of Man. And I told those present of a young man called Joe who had made 57 job applications and had 57 rejections, many of whom without... Uh, without even so much as an interview. And I went with a friend to Annie Gill on Tuesday morning and Joe came and told me that he's got a job. Um, he said, it's only a kitchen porter. I said, but it's fantastic, Joe. Um, it's a start. And he said, um, he said, thank you for what you've done. And I'd like to think, to elude myself by thinking, what I've done in the, in the chamber was part of him getting the work. Um, but if he's done it of his own, his self-esteem has now gone sky high, his self-confidence is all there, and it's just fantastic news. And we should just say as well that before we came here, we went in and had a quick sort of pre-show meeting at Boards and Brews just around the corner there. Jenny has been on the show before talking about that, that wonderful establishment there. And uh, they also employ people with autism to give them those opportunities. And she was talking as well about the wonderful work that Annie Gill, uh, the, the establishment does, and, and sort of using some of those people there as well, and how it, it, they've, they've been able to now boost their confidence enormously. Some of them have been communicating more than they ever have done before. So just, just wonderful work that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it is open to the public. Mm -hmm. And if ever you're having a bad day, just go to Annie Gill and it'll cheer you up. Well, we are live from the Mayor's Parlour in Douglas this afternoon. And I did say at the top of the show, this is a Conister Rock special. If you haven't heard these programmes before, the idea is that we talk to people who have made a significant impact on Manx life in some way. Oh, John, you've just stood up very straight there. Um, and uh, we get to know you through some of your music choices. And we ask guests to choose five pieces of music. Um, you had these five to choose between you. Um, how was that decision-making process, Jill? It took a while. Um, we we both enjoy all genres of music, uh, but we we agreed in the end on these five pieces. Okay, would you like to tell us about your first track then? Right, the first track is it's a, a Vangelis piece of music. It's called 1492, The Conquest of Paradise, and it also has a title, The Voyage. And just at the beginning of our year, that's what we felt. It was a voyage, it was a journey that we we set off and we didn't know where we were going perfect way to start this Conister Rock programme. Let's hear The Conquest of Paradise.
very powerful piece of music there. That is 1492, The Conquest of Paradise by Vangelis. It's the first choice of music by our guest today. We are live from the Mayor's Parlour with John and Jill Skinner. And uh, that track, The Voyage, leads quite nicely into an, a lovely object. You have lots of lovely objects around the Mayor's Parlour, and I'm intrigued by this ship, John Skinner. It's... Um well, it's, it's sort of a replica of the Lord Nelson, which is a tall ship um, which was in Douglas Harbour this weekend. Um, and there were a crew from Barclays Bank going on board for the d disabled sailors. Um, we were invited to go on board the ship, but unfortunately, um, weather conditions did not allow. The, the swell was, I don't know how many feet high. Um, but Barclays gave us this look to lovely little um, sailing ship replicas. Um, to commemorate their round the Britain voyage, um, and yeah, it's just just a lovely little thing to have um, on the mantelpiece and in the parlour. To be honest, wonderful reminders of, of all of the the incredible variety of things you've done over this past year. There's been an awful lot, hasn't there? And I'm uh, just standing now by the fireplace, Jill, and uh, there are some very important photographs on here. Tell us about the four-legged ones first. Right, the first one is um, my Siamese cat, Moses, um, who loves his mum very much. <laughs> uh, this, this collie here, this old lady, uh, this was Megan, our collie, and we actually lost her. She was a very elderly lady the day John became mayor. The one in the middle, you see, the brown scruffy one, is, uh, is Cassie. Uh, we only lasted two months without a dog. Anybody who knows us sees us with our dogs. And Cassie is an adopted... Um, brown scruffy uh, crossbreed mong mongrel really from from our jekyll and we got her in july i love the fact she's actually smiling for that photograph <laughs> she does she's a very naughty girl she's very cheeky and uh, speaking of another very special little girl tell us about this photograph here this is eliza uh, we became grandparents it will be she eliza will be nine weeks this coming monday and her full name is elizabeth ray uh, we, we, she's known as Eliza in the family, and um, she's stolen every, everybody's hearts. <laughs> oh, just beautiful. Um, we are going to have a sneaky peek, I think, in the actual chamber. I don't know whether oh, we should tell them that. Yes, I've just found their robes. Do you think we could have a go? I'm wondering if John doesn't notice. I might, uh, might have a go in that. I yeah. like that idea. Uh, you are listening to Women Today live this afternoon from the Mayor's Parlour in Douglas. It's just coming up to 2.22. The Nation Station, Manx Radio. Women Today. It is 24 minutes past two. This is Women Today on Manx Radio, live this afternoon from the Mayor's Parlour in Douglas. And um, we're standing in front of some very, well, very notable signatures, should I say, uh, John Skinner. Can you tell us about this wall of fame here? Well, apart from yourselves, uh, Beth, there have been some very interesting visitors um, into this parlour that's been Her Majesty the Queen has been. Um, Sir Winston Churchill, who is a freeman of the borough, Princess Anne, the Duke of Edinburgh, the Queen Mother, um, and Joe Pack, who's about just about to creep up the stairs. <laughs> well, I notice our signatures aren't actually on the wall, which is slightly disappointing. Yours are currently at the framers. Right, okay. <laughs> um, interesting that uh, Prince Philip's signature yes. should be on the wall. We, we, yeah, we were just about to do a story about Prince Philip, in fact, because, of course, it was announced uh, this week, uh, news from the House of Windsor, that he is, Windsor to, he is to stand down from public engagements at the age of 95. 95. Uh, they do say age isn't anything but a number, but that means Prince Philip has essentially carried on working until he's just five years shy of a century, which is a bit bonkers. Uh, presumably, when he hits 100, he'll receive a letter from his wife. 
I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Is that instead of a card? Yeah, I mean. instead of a card. Um, he, ha- he has actually continued working, though, till quite late into these years. Uh, so uh, last year, for instance, he carried out 110 days of engagements, which makes him the fifth busiest member of the royal family. So we want to know, would you want to keep working into your 90s like he has? And if so, what would you be doing? And this is actually quite interesting, the fact that we are with uh, the Mayor and Mayoress today, because, of course, those sort of engagements, kind of things that you might have been doing yourselves, do you think you still want to be doing them at 95, Jill? Um, a couple of the engagements we've done recently, we, we, I've sailed over Douglas Head with the Coast Guard team. That's a no then. <laughs> uh, we were down Laxey Mines on Sunday, uh, sorry, Saturday afternoon, which is probably another no, really. But, but we, we, we have great admiration uh, and are great friends with Hector Duff. Freeman of the borough and Hector is an absolute uh, he's still working hard he's ever enthusiastic and optimistic and cheerful and good company and I, th- I think Hector still has a huge amount to give to life. Working in your 90s John Skinner? Um, I'm not sure really um, you have to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning um, and as Christy said age is only a number these days and uh, Know, who knows Who knows where we'll be? Well, this is a Conister Rock special. And speaking of all these engagements, Jill, that you have had to dress yourself for um, over the past year, I'm guessing this takes us into your second uh, track of music. What piece of music have you chosen and why? I think you'd best uh, ask John about that one. <laughs> well, it's Glad Rags and Handbags. Um, and as anybody that knows Jill, she has uh, a thing with handbags. She will not buy a handbag unless it has a bag to come in. So, uh, speaks for itself, really. Well, let's hear Handbags and Glad Rags by the Stereophonics. Still 
handbags and glad rags, something that Jill's skin has got quite a lot of now, apparently. I think some of them are going to have to go, Jill. Mm, I'll, I'll put them away for now. Mm, okay. Uh, so here we are inside the Mayor's Parlour, which is a very exciting room. It is very in exciting. Itself. Yeah. Um, some lovely artwork, but I think we should go for a little bit of a tour. John, okay. take us through. Where are we now? Describe where we are. Well, currently we're just about to go into the council chamber itself. Oh, wow. Oh, this is so beautiful. Wow. Oh, you can hear the acoustics. You really can. Right. I feel quite privileged being so in here. So people who haven't been in here, and actually I've been to a wedding in here, what a, it was a fantastic venue for it, but just uh, describe what is around us. Well, the furniture that you see in here all goes back to the, it's the original furniture from when Douglas became a borough in 1896. Obviously the seats have been recovered a few times, but the desks and the chairs and everything else, it, it's all original. Um, and the... the Councillors' desks are set out in a horseshoe fashion, which faced the big chair at the top bench, which currently, well, until next Wednesday is where I sit, when council sits. Um, and there is a public gallery, um, and the members of the public are allowed to come in to watch the proceedings, and we meet on the second Wednesday of every month. How much interest is there from the public in these sittings? Unfortunately, there's not a lot. Um, there are a lot of people who criticise the work that we do, um, but they don't come and actually see the work that we do. Have you got one of the desks that has something where you lift up and you keep all your secret things in it? I take all my secrets home. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing there probably peek. isn't any chewing gum under these well, ones. Well, I'm just anyway. wondering whether we could have a sneaky look at any of them. No, but no. probably best not. Um, so if we walk around here, and obviously on the, uh, on the walls, John, um, are some very notable photographs of people. Yes, there are. Every, every mayor that's been is hanging on this wall. Where's the first one? The first one is on the wall behind the mayor's seat, um, and it's Thomas Kegg. He was the first mayor of Douglas, and I think he, he relates back to the um, Keggs, the photographers, he's of that family. Just, so it's a long-standing family, which is wonderful, isn't it? Because kegs, of course, are very much a Douglas business, and for such a long time as well. Yes, I think I, there was something in my mind that, that they were the oldest established, I think, photographers, family-owned, in possibly in the UK. Wow, and there's someone else that we were talking about earlier uh, who's on the very, very end of the photos over there, John, who uh, has been a, a guest on, on Women's Day before, Raina Chattel. Well, where would we be without Raina? Um, Raina is currently the Deputy Mayor due to Anne Court's election to the House of Keys. Um, and Raina is quite unique, really, because she's not only now the first female freeman of the borough um, to add to her MBE, but she's actually the only councillor that's been the mayor, the mayoress, the deputy mayor, and the deputy mayoress. She is an incredible woman. She is literally at every function. You know, she just yes. literally does not stop working. So talking mm -hmm. about people who work into uh, older years, she is definitely a fantastic example of that. Who was the first female mayor? The first female mayor was a lady called Mary, Mrs. Mary Holzell, and she was in 1978-79. Wonderful. Well, we are um, here in the mayor's chamber, well, we're calling it the mayor's chamber, it's not really the chamber, I mean, it no, kind of is. It's the council chamber. Council chamber. Oh, we'll call it the mayor's chamber for today. There was a big um, sign just outside the door, Beth, but yeah, you know. I missed it, I missed it, I was too <laughs> the excited. The today chamber. Oh, yes. <laughs> today, just for today, for today only, or forever. Yeah, we could the get the, um, the chairs covered in pink, maybe. Well, let's think about that while we hear uh, the third piece of music that you have chosen. Um, what have you chosen and why? Whose choice Elbow. was this one? 
It was both of us, really. As, as we said earlier about Cassie, our, our, our um, rescue dog, we got her on the 4th of July, and so the following day we were going to Timwald. Uh, we'd arranged for one of our daughters to come and see to her in the day for us. However, on that morning, at quarter to six, we were on Douglas Beach. It was a beautiful sunny day with Cassie. We were in shorts and trainers, and we then went home, had breakfast, and changed into our finery for the, the, the um, magnificence of, 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 of the Timwall day itself. But our, our choice is elbow, and it's a day like this. the third piece of music chosen by our Conister Rock guests today, John and Jill Skinner, uh, who are going to be leaving the term of Officers Mayor and Mayoress next Wednesday. And John, what will happen? I mean, you were sitting on that chair, uh, the very grand one in the middle, where you can see everything that's going on, and I'm assuming, you know, any naughty behaviour. Um, where will you sit when, when you're not there anymore? Well, I'll come from that chair back down onto the floor, and I'll resume my desk on the, the floor of the chamber. I'm going to look in your desk. Come on. These are these old-style mm. school You're desks. You're so cheeky, Beth. Well, you know, you may as well. And they lift up and... Uh, <gasps> John Skinner! What is that? I think I've been set up in chocolate digestives. There's an empty, I should say, wrapper of chocolate di digestives in John Skinner's desk. And there are some crumbs in there as well, John. I'm sorry. Jill, I mean, how do you explain this? I've no idea. Uh, it um, tells me he doesn't eat chocolate biscuits when he's out. Well, I think he's just been rumbled. You're listening to Women Today. It is just coming up to 2.38.
Women today. It's 20 to 3. We are still here in the council chamber, standing beside a rather magnificent fireplace. Oh, the um, those tiles Mayor beautiful. Mayor and Mayoress John Skinner, um, our Mayor and Mayoress John Skinner. That's oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry, Jill. I've just, you know, I've just, you know, melded you into one. That's fine, Beth. Okay. Um, John, tell me about this fireplace. Is it ever lit? No, not, not these days. Um, I wouldn't know when the last time it was lit was, to be honest. Um, but as you can imagine, it's very grand with the Christmas tree at Christmas. It looks really, really beautiful with the, the old clock that was presented to the council in 1900 above it. And if we just um, look up, that ceiling is absolutely the ceiling incredible. ceiling is beautiful. I must say, the whole council chamber is so bright and clean, but it must be very difficult to keep that ceiling looking the way it is now. Is it, is it, is it tended to quite often then? Um, it was repainted um, a couple of years ago, to be honest, but we do have good cleaning staff. <laughs> Interesting to note that, though, of course, some years ago, people would have been able to smoke in here, wouldn't they? Yes, uh, Ray, Raina Chattel told me the story that it, it was repainted when it, it was first brought in, that you couldn't smoke in public places. And she said before then, not when the council were in public, but when they were in private, they actually, the members then used to light up a cigarette, and she said the ceiling was actually quite yellow at the end of it, rather than this lovely bright white and red and gold. John Skinner, how does it feel to have your face on this wall? Um, I'm not sure, really. Um, it's part of the honour, I think, of being the mayor and the privilege of being the mayor um, and just knowing that you're sort of going to be there for virtually evermore is part of history, really. And it's interesting, all the portraits um, that have been done, they're all in black and white. Is there a specific reason for that? Um, to be honest, I don't know. Um, I think it's sort of to maintain the tradition of going back to Thomas Kegg of his, which is sort of, it's be halfway between black and white and sepia really, um, but I think it just, it's fitting for where we are. But just looking above uh, where you have been sitting for the past year, um, Her Majesty's photograph is in colour there, so um, it is just such an incredible room. Let's go out and have a look at some of the artwork that's yes, out on the landing, because that's images, quite incredible. Yeah, as you walk up the stairs towards the Mayor's Parlour and these council chambers, which are immediately beside, um, there is some spectacular artwork on the walls, and I think some of it has been here uh, for quite some time, but let's just have a look at some of these pieces here. Uh, Jill, there's a beautiful sort of um, landscape here, looking over Douglas Bay. Do you know much about this particular painting? I don't know uh, much, but I'm not sure whether this one is a hoggart. I know um, the, we, we have hoggarts and we have Nicholsons, uh, but as you, as you can see, there's still much of the town is recognisable from, from this painting here, which I would uh, probably 1820s, 1850s, looking at the clothes that the people were wearing. So it's obviously from somewhere um, upon maybe the nunnery how. It's, it's a stunning piece of work. And wonderful to see as well, although much of it, as you say, is still the same. You can recognise it very easily. All the green fields that start so much closer than they do now, yes. of course. Yes, yeah, I, um, but we, we are fortunate around the town. There is so, so much green work. And... Oh, John's just pointing out an interesting thing here. That's St George's Church. Um, and as you can see, it's in a green field. Of course, which is a very, very built-up area now as well. It's, it's almost wonderful. the view that we have from um, Manx Radio Towers, actually, isn't it? But, you know, just shows how instantly recognisable that harbour coastline is, but how much it's changed is absolutely amazing. And there's a tall ship in the harbour on this painting. 
It's not the one I was on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're the same cows or sheep either as, uh, as a painter there. And let's move around here because there's a, a, a wonderful portrait of Her Majesty the Queen uh, from the coronation, I assume. Yeah, that, that one actually used to hang in the, in the, in the chamber. However, uh, it seems that some years ago when there was a group of children came round, uh, some school children didn't know who that lady on that picture is. And so that was why it was replaced with, with a new one. Or that's the story I've been told. I suppose it would make sense in a way because it, she has changed quite considerably since then. Still looks magnificent, though, doesn't she? And uh, yes, the, the bridge picture here as well, still Douglas? Yes, that, that's the stone bridge, and that's from um, there is one in the parlour which is from the other side of the stone bridge, and this is taken from the opposite angle. This is looking up the river. Wonderful artwork. Do you know, John, so much about the role of mayor is about tradition. How relevant is it still to have a mayor and mayoress in 2017? I think it's very important. Um, it's, it's, well, it's part of the heritage of the town. Um, as I said, it's a privilege and an honour. And, you know, the mayorality is important. And people have remarked to us how important they think it is. Um, and yes, yeah, it's just an important part of, of tradition. Uh, Jill, I'd like you to tell us about your fourth track. You've got an interesting story that goes with this one. Right, this, this is uh, our whole family, we all like Queen music. And some years ago, um, we, the whole family went on a trip to Belfast to the Odyssey to see Queen with, um, uh, Paul Rogers was singing with, with them at that time. And it was one of those, it was like the advertisement on the TV, it was um, six tickets for the Odyssey, six return flights to Belfast, six nights in the Europa, and obviously there was, that kept breaking up the cost. But as, as we were coming back home the next morning, um, in the departures lounge at uh, Belfast City, we bumped into Brian May, and we bumped into... Um, Roger Taylor, and it was, you know, all, all those things, you know, hundreds of pounds, but to meet Queen in the departure lounge, priceless. Not too bad, that, is were, it? Were they chatty, John? They were, actually. I mean, they, they, they had a couple of minders with them, but they said once, you know, they've paid for what they wanted at the tills, they're yours, really, and, and they were. They were really, really good. Um, and our son Richard has played... Um, percussion in the youth band and concert class and we found out on that trip that actually Roger Taylor was his inspiration that got him into playing drums. Oh, So um, the track that you've chosen from Queen is? It's Don't Stop Me Now. Tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time I feel alive and the world
Don't stop me now. That's what uh, the mayor John Skinner just said as he was dancing. Christy, did you see and him? Dabbing, dabbing. I, yeah. I think dabbing's over apparently, according to my uh, ten-year-old. Not son. according to Mayor John Skinner, it's not. Yes. Um, <laughs> we were talking about whether or not you want to work into your nineties. Nick from the sweet shop in Castletown says yes. You know, if he was up to it, he'd be quite happy to work until then. So you know, still that's making all right. plenty of people very happy indeed. Absolutely. You are listening to Women Today live this afternoon from the Mayor's Parlour in Douglas. We'll be back just after this. Women today. Eight minutes to three. Um, coming up after three o'clock, it's nothing like being cut off in your prime, is it? Just proves we're uh, live. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, lots happening this weekend. I was just saying about the bra dashes in Ramsey tomorrow. It starts at 11 a.m. in Peel on Sunday at 3 p.m. There's also the Celtic Media Festival. Some awards happening there. We're Good luck to Michelle one, Jameson yeah. and uh, Manx Radio in general. And uh, also next week sees the start of our special series of programmes to mark Mental Health Awareness Week. We're going to be joined from Monday to Thursday by a clinical psychologist who can answer your questions. So we'll be discussing things like anxiety, depression, grief, and suicide. We do. Have have a dedicated answer phone line for those shows. That number is 682-650, or you can email womentoday at manxradio.com. And if you've got any questions, they can remain completely anonymous. Uh, so that is starting on Monday. But we have been here um, at Douglas Town Hall with the Mayor and Mayoress, John and Jill Skinner, preparing to leave office next Wednesday. Um, mixed emotions, I'm imagining, because, you know, you are going to have a lot more free time, but it's quite an emotional thing, packing your stuff up. It's, well, it's going to take you a while. It'll take us a while, Beth, yes. But but uh, yes, we will have mixed emotions. I mean, it's been a fantastic year. Uh, we've been full on, it's been busy, but it will be nice to uh, to get our family and our friends back and kick your shoes off, put your feet up well, and uh, have those gin-flavoured macaroons that you keep talking about. <laughs> thank you so much to both of you for inviting us again. Do enjoy a bit more free time. Uh, thank you to Ben Hartley, who has produced this programme for Manx Radio Towers. Thank you also to our on-site engineer, Matty Cunningham. And uh, Jill, would you just like to tell us about the final piece of music that you've chosen? Our final piece of music, um, it's a song originally sung by Andrea Bocelli and Sarah Brightman. Um, but we're both great Il Devo fans and uh, we saw them in concert and they sang this and it's called Time to Say Goodbye. Well, it couldn't be a more fitting song to end with. Beth, could you take the robes off? We need them next Wednesday, please. Oh, come on, you don't need them anymore. <laughs> they look so good on there. Here's Il Devo.
sono solo sogno all'orizzonte mancano le parole sì lo so che non c'è luce in una stanza quando manca il sole se non ci sei Today.